When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. KTSA News Flash. The Education Secretary is on the road selling President Biden's Build Back Better plan. Secretary Miguel Cardona is in San Antonio today. A strong early childhood education program. We know research shows, not my research, research, independent research shows that pays for itself more than seven times. Speaking at a San Antonio middle school, he doubled down on the point that President Biden has often made, saying anybody making less than $400,000 a year will not see an increase in taxes. The trillion-dollar plan creates two years of universal preschool, tuition-free community college, and increases the federal Pell Grant program. A Texas House committee is debating a bill that would ban transgender children from playing school sports of the gender they identify. Correspondent Christian Flores has been following the story and heard from the parents who continue to show up at the Capitol to oppose this bill. Wayne Maines says his transgender daughter, Nicole Maines, who's the co-star of the hit TV show Supergirl, was allowed to play school sports in a different state. When I told her we were moving to Texas, she goes... Yeah, I don't know if I can go to Texas. The father-daughter duo now advocates for transgender rights and are pushing back against Texas's bills because they believe school sports got the actress to where she is now. And she got to play sports with her friends and she learned about teamwork and and, and, and confidence and she's uh, one of the up-and-coming stars in Hollywood today. The Trevor Project, which is the world's largest suicide prevention organization for LGBTQ youth, has received almost 11,000 calls so far this year in Texas alone, a 150% jump from the same time last year. Matthew McConaughey says he was being cagey on purpose in response to comments made by a Texas politician. Democrat Beto O'Rourke seemingly took a shot at him on the Sway podcast when asked if he was surprised at how well McConaughey is polling in the race for governor, despite not being a declared candidate. O'Rourke, who is thought to be planning a run for governor himself, said McConaughey was a really popular figure whose political views have not been fixed in any way. McConaughey responded on the same podcast, saying he doesn't take the comments as shade and calling O'Rourke a good man. It is unclear if the actor will launch a campaign for governor, with the actor saying he is measuring his decision by listening to those encouraging and those warning him against running. State Representative Ina Minjares may run for Bear County judge. She formed an exploratory committee yesterday, just hours after Judge Nelson Wolf announced plans to not seek re-election. The Democrat says she's still committed to State House District 124, but is curious about whether a county judge run is worth it. The election to decide who will fill the recently vacated House District 118 seat will be November 2nd, the same day as the statewide election on eight constitutional amendments. The results from the September 28th election were Republican John Lujan with just over 40% of the vote and Democrat Frank Ramirez with 20%. Since neither candidate got at least 50% of the vote, it will be decided with the runoff. The seat was vacated in August after Representative Leo Pacheco resigned to take a position at San Antonio College to teach public administration. The city of San Antonio is planning on rebalancing the city council districts in the upcoming year. City officials said the 2020 census revealed that population growth in San Antonio has caused an imbalance across all 10 districts and will be working to redistrict the city. The process will begin later this month and they will make a final recommendation by next summer. The new Spurs Human Performance Campus has quite the price tag. 
The San Antonio City Council voted this week to approve $17 million in tax rebates for the Spurs Sports and Entertainment Human Performance Campus. The Spurs organization would still pay property taxes on the 50-acre facility near La Quintera, but get back 60% for improvements over 20 years or until the $17 million cap is hit. The Human Performance Campus will be home to a world-class training facility and research institute, healthcare offices, an outdoor plaza, and a 22-acre park. In total, with today's vote, local officials have voted to commit $32 million to the project, and the Spurs organization plans to spend more than $510 million to develop it. 18 former NBA players have been charged with defrauding the league's health and welfare benefit plan out of $4 million. 19 people have been charged in all, a former first-round draft pick, allegedly the ringleader. Terrence Williams was the scheme's linchpin. Audrey Strauss is the U.S. Attorney for New York's Southern District. He provided the other former players with false invoices for medical and dental procedures that they never received. The indicted ex-players include members of four NBA championship teams, Tony Allen, Glenn Davis, Shannon Brown, and Melvin Eli. By late morning, 16 of the defendants had been taken into custody. The family of the man with known mental health issues killed last week is speaking out. Nick Norris was killed last week after a series of run-ins with law enforcement that included a Bear County Sheriff's deputy hanging out the window of his car and being drugged along the roadway. Sheriff Javier Salazar said that Nick was known to law enforcement and had received mental health interventions at least twice in the past. The Norris family attorneys said that Nick's mental health issues were exacerbated after his mother Stephanie had recently died of COVID-19 and that he was just in need of intervention and medical support. The Norris family is represented by Romanucci and Blandin, a law firm that has worked with families of other people killed by law enforcement, including George Floyd and Botham Jean. A suspect is under arrest in connection with last month's deadly shooting at a southeast side apartment complex. San Antonio police say Luis Alvarado opened fire on Santos Cedillo during an argument in the parking lot. Both men lived at the complex on Somerset near Pyron. The 21-year-old turned himself in earlier this week on murder charges. A southeast Texas man is going to spend the rest of his life in prison for killing his ex-girlfriend and her entire family. A Harris County jury convicted David Conley today of capital murder. He was arrested after Valerie Jackson, her husband, and six children were discovered shot to death in 2015. Conley did not face the death penalty due to the U.S. Supreme Court's 2002 ruling saying it's unconstitutional to execute someone with an intellectual disability. A missing Texas man is ruled to have died by suicide after his body was found near the remains of Gabby Petito. Robert Lowry went missing last month after flying to Wyoming. His remains were found September 28th in the same place where police found Gabby Petito's body the week before. Teton County Coroner Dr. Brent Blue ruled his death a suicide from a gunshot wound to the head. The suspect in a shooting at a North Texas high school is out on bond. Timothy Simpkins didn't say a word after he was released from a jail in Fort Worth this afternoon. The arrest affidavit said Simpkins started shooting yesterday after a fight inside a Timberview High School classroom. It's believed that Simpkins was targeting a 15-year-old who police say came into the classroom and started punching him. The 15-year-old is critical in the hospital while a wounded teacher is in good condition. Two other minor injuries were also reported. Simpkins is out on bond on aggravated assault. Foul play is not suspected in the disappearance of a Southeast Texas three-year-old. We have nothing with all our law enforcement partners from the federal, state, local, media coverage, social media, Facebook, nothing has come up to indicate that as we speak. Grimes County Sheriff Don Sowell told reporters this afternoon it looks like Christopher Ramirez just wandered into the woods yesterday while chasing a dog. The animal later returned, but the boy didn't. Sal said an army of searchers is going through a two-mile square near Plannersville in hopes of finding Ramirez. A San Antonio three-year-old will live after a car smashed into her bedroom. Police say the girl was sleeping when this morning's crash happened on Windale near Oak Glen. 
A nurse who was driving by is credited with pulling the toddler from the damaged bedroom. Officers have arrested 49-year-old Charles Slaughter, saying he was driving drunk when he hit the home and tried to run away from the wreckage. Northeast ISD is dropping its mask mandate as of next week. Starting Monday, the district will no longer enforce its mask requirement. District officials notified parents in an email that masks will still strongly be encouraged. Northeast ISD based its decision on improving local coronavirus numbers over the past few weeks. The district says it will keep the mask mandate as an option, either district-wide or at particular schools, if confirmed coronavirus cases increase significantly. KTSA Money News. From ABC News, Wall Street now stocks rose as Congress comes to terms over extending the debt ceiling at least for a few months. The Dow closed up 338 points, the Nasdaq added 152, and the S&P 500 rose 36. Senators agreed to raise the borrowing limit, which allows the country to pay its bills through December. That will give lawmakers a little more time to reach a permanent solution. Looking for a job? There are more signs that it should be fairly easy to find one. The Labor Department says a number of Americans who applied for unemployment benefits fell last week by 38,000 to 326,000. It was the first drop in four weeks. Claims topped 900,000 at the height of the pandemic. The government's September jobs numbers are due out on Friday. Pfizer has asked the FDA for emergency use authorization for a lower dose of its COVID-19 vaccine in children ages 5 to 11. If regulators agree, shots could begin to be administered within a matter of weeks. Daria Albinger, ABC News. KTSA AccuWeather. Overcast tonight, low 64. Friday, warm with plenty of sunshine, high 91. Friday night, mainly clear skies, low 64. Saturday, sunny, high 90. I'm Alexa Weisberg with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather forecast. And I'm Katie Barber. Good news around the clock at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And news anytime online at KTSA.com.